guys uh this is your wrestlemania weekend recap because lots of shows happened too many too many matches too many pay-per-views went down so we're just gonna get right straight into it and i have with me as always ron himself super freak and cosmic kaiser uh what's up guys here you was a jam-packed Jam-packed yeah. <laughs> weekend of shows to talk about. Unbelievably oh, jam-packed. Yeah, yeet. Yep. So let's just get into it. So first will be uh, NXT Takeover New York. Yes. New York. So that's just. So, uh, but before before we get into that, uh, before we get into the actual card, uh, wow. Uh, as a whole, what do you guys think of? the festivities overall with uh takeover g1 mania and like everything in general like what is your your grade before we get into the shows well in terms of a grade like any particular range like from d to a what zero to ten how do you mean uh we can give it a zero to ten between zero to ten okay easier all right i'll start first for this for the sake of time um i could say about Eight out of ten, uh, personally speaking, only because I had a lot more going on in the weekend uh, than I guess everybody else here. Uh, yeah. But that's because uh, I went to the Festival of Honor. I went to the Bullet Club Block Party. We of course saw G One Supercard live and all that. So personally, I've lost my mind with all that and lost my voice. So yeah. definitely eight, if not a close nine out of ten. Okay, cool. Uh, Super freak. I thought that it was an excellent weekend for wrestling. I'd give it a nine. There were a few blemishes uh, definitely out there. I don't really want to talk about the blemishes because I don't think they deserve any time on any kind of show. Um, Damn straight. But I think as far as wrestling overall, regardless of the quality of shows, I think it was just a nine just based on everything. That sounds fair. Like across the board. Yeah. Like for me as well, like I give it a solid nine. Uh, take over, of course it's take over. So, you know, even when it's bad, it's good. Like if that makes sense, even when the card may seem lacking on paper, it's always good. But this card was pretty strong and, you know, we're going to get into the results of that. Uh, G1, we saw that live dope, especially seeing all the new Japan guys, um, get in there, seeing them live for the first time. Uh, performing pretty dope a crowd you know was lit so i'm you know best experience of the weekend next to meeting don tony uh solomonster and the wrestling soup guys like that made my my weekend and yeah wrestlemania overall wrestlemania was a, a long card but nonetheless like it was better than most wrestlemanias like i'll say but like uh super freak said flew uh blemishes but we don't want to talk about that just overall nine out of ten solid yeah. uh rome your your quick grade your quick grade tell us man. so uh overall just gonna piggyback on what i said it was it was a great weekend all in all of wrestling uh top to bottom every show like Super Freak said, there was a few blemishes, but it, it wasn't anything that could hold back the entire weekend. And um, it was definitely fun going to my first New Japan show. And I can't wait till they come back next year for because uh, I know they're going to be back again at Madison Square Garden. 
Hell but, yes. Um, yes. Yeah, uh, just overall, I'm, I'm I'm very happy with the results for Mania. I feel like everyone, all the right people went over, but we'll get into that. So I'm yeah. just going to hold my tongue for now. Cool. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Great weekend. Awesome. All right, with that being said, we will get into uh, TakeOver, NXT TakeOver New York. So uh, let's uh, go down the matches pretty fast. Okay. All right, so I'm going to run it down, and I guess what we're going to do is we're going to use a system of whether or not it worked for us, it didn't, or it just fell flat. Like, no, kind of like the <clears throat> yeah. yay, boo, no reaction, right? So, cool, cool. Yeah, that's all uh, there. War Raiders versus Alistair Black and Ricochet. I'm going to start to say yay. yay. I will, yeah, absolutely yay, absolutely. Yeah. Rome. Rome. Sorry, sorry. Say that again. <laughs> oh, Lordy, Lord. Never roam again. Uh, so oh, the yes, no, flat. So it's like a yes, no, or fell flat. So good reaction, no reaction, or yes. bad reaction. Uh, okay. No reaction. And the right people won over. Right. So <laughs> moving on. Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle. I'm going to say yay. Yay times five. That, possibly the best match on the card, in my opinion. Agreed. Yay. <laughs> Yay, but I uh, I mean, I guess Matt Riddle losing the way he did wasn't too much of a problem, but I just kind of wish he won. But it was good, though. Good match. Yeah. I, I kind of, I kind of like, in the predictions show, I wanted him to win. Uh, Matt Riddle, that is. But uh, Belveteen Dream, like, he has the belt, let him run with it for a while, and you know, maybe Matt Riddle will challenge for the uh, NXT world title soon, hopefully. But mm-hmm. yeah, like overall, yeah. All right, next up, we got Walter defeating Pete Dunn. Yay, mm-hmm. supreme wow. yay. That's a that's a that's close second best match, in my opinion. Uh, definitely a good time for him to drop the belt, be done. And Walter was looking absolutely fripping dominant of the whole thing. So couldn't have been yeah. better. That, that, that match was like, it was fucking great. I uh, give it a yay. Uh, Pete Dunn, he had it almost two years that he had that belt almost for two years. So there's not that much he could have done. He fought against everyone he could. And eventually, you know, big, bad Walter, you know, got the belt. So we're in the age of Walter. Uh, give it a yay. Emphatic yay. I give it a yay, yay. Nah, it was, uh, <laughs> great, man. You knew that was coming. Of course, yes. of course. You knew it was coming. Yeah. So, but it was, it was a great match. And um, yeah, 600 plus days as champ, man. There's not much you can do. I mean, you stayed relevant while you were a champ. And uh, Pete Dunne's a great champ. But uh, I think this match also... Um, for those that don't know Walter, it definitely put him in their in their line of vision now. Put him on the map. Uh, yeah. This was a great showing. Hell put yeah. Him on the map Hell essentially. Yeah. Yep. yeah, this match I think definitely opened up eyes to more people who aren't familiar with the UK scene. Uh yeah. who you know who watch Takeover. So yeah, um yay. Cool. All right. Cool. So next up we got the Fatal Four Way match for the women's title, which is Shayna Baszler. Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and Kyrie Sane. Uh, a yay again. This spoiler alert: the whole show is just going to be yeah, yay. For the, me. The, the, yeah, the whole show. Yeah, <laughs> right? the whole show is yay. Um, uh, I'll say yay as well. <laughs> and 
uh, Shayna Baszler, she like, I'll say keep the belt on her if they decide to move her up, which kind of, you know, with, you know, Vince's and WWE's tendencies to screw up the call-ups from NXT. That's another show for another day. But for now, she she's a heel, most hated heel on the women's roster in NXT. Keep the belt on her once she, call, she gets called up. Maybe uh, Eero Shirai or Bianca Belair, one of them got the belt and bring up someone else in that women's division, you know, bring up someone else in the women's division. But yeah, like keep the belt on her, uh, emphatic yay. The crowd hated it, <laughs> but you know, I, I kind of love, uh, loving the, the bad guy here. So yeah. Yeah, well, I personally feel that the crowd can eat shit. This match was fantastic. <laughs> Shayna Baszler comes out of it again with her. T- I'm sorry. That, that's been my catchphrase the entire weekend. Eat shit. Y'all know this personally. Um, yes. <laughs> but person, I got to say, for the, for the four, Fatal 4-Way women's match, I believe Bianca Belair came out of it as the MVP in my in my absolute emphatic opinion you know uh io shirai and and kairi sane kind of helped supported that with with their uh little planting seeds of uh of eventual uh i guess rivalry or something like that if they were to go against each other if they break up but bianca belair probably had the most investment going into this uh i haven't been i haven't watched nxt that much uh, several weeks leading into this, but you could just tell with her facial expressions, the the uh, sense of rage, the sense of frustration, the sense of like just you know a fighting spirit. I guess is the is the word that I'm looking for. She showed a crapload of that. Um, I yeah. think she did a, a, a move a move that she did where she carried both Eo uh, and Kyrie on her shoulders and slammed them back down on, on the mat. She was. Yeah. The face of anguish that she had the whole way through. Just I, I my my heart just like broke for her because like. Damn it! Yeah. I, I felt she was. I felt she was going to win, yeah. but Same, you know, yeah. shit happened. So, uh, yeah, I definitely liked the match a lot. Very big, very big yay. Yes. Cool. Cool. Uh, anyone? Uh, oh, I thought well, you were going to go. My bad. I already went. Real quick. Um, yeah, another another yay. Um, the only thing I'm a little confused on. Well, I was confused on at the time was the winner. I really didn't expect Shayna to win. Only because I'm like, hey, you know, they're going to call her up and and Kyrie Sane. But it seems like we're getting a part of that because, uh, you know, with the with the rumors of Paige bringing up a new tag team or whatever, I think it's going to be the Sky Pirates. So it, that also adds credence to the fact that that may be why they didn't uh, put the title on Shirai, because I thought it was either going to be her or, or Bianca, because I'm like, they're going to definitely stay and Shayna and um and. uh Kyrie saying will get called up. Yeah. But uh, uh, that wasn't the case. So it's a good theory as far as bringing up the Sky Pirates. I personally don't think that that, that should happen yet. But that's just me. Just because I want to see EO Shirai wear the women's title and at least be in that lineage alongside gals like Asuka and all that. But that's right. just me being nitpicky. Yeah, I feel you. But, but yep, yeah, that's uh. So, yeah, it was a yay. It's just the finish. The, the, the winner was a little – initially it was strange, but then seeing after how Monday Night Raw and SmackDown played out, I'm like, okay, it makes sense now. So, yep. Cool. Okay. And then lastly, we have up uh, Johnny Gargano defeating Adam Cole for the NXT Championship. Two out of three falls. It's a yay, it's a yay for me, dog. <laughs> 
I'm gonna pull the uh, I'm I'm gonna pull the fast one and say Mech. Uh, <laughs> nothing against <laughs> nothing against Gargano or Cole. Both are fantastic performers and they're really really good. This match was a fantastic exhibition of their skills, but I think that was about it because. Uh, I wasn't really super invested in a lot of what they were doing. I, f- I felt like there was going to be uh, a pretty much a move exposition, uh, move exhibition reel because yeah. they kept kicking out of a lot of finishers and shit. It, it kind of just didn't seem like, uh, like I know this is basically a placeholder. This was a placeholder match because Ciampa got his neck fucked up. So unfortunately there was no emotional payoff to me from uh gargano's win it's great for him i'm glad he's champion he definitely has the storyline uh precedence going into that but cole got uh but you know cole got shafted for this he's he's still gonna do well with the undisputed era anyways either way but as but the match by itself uh, i don't think it's gonna age very well that's just my opinion uh yes uh i totally agree like like with your, uh, like I totally understand where you're coming from. Like the match was good, but I found myself to, you know, do something else while the match was going on. And you know, no, there's no disrespect to uh, Gargano and Cole. They're fucking great, you know, in the Speed Era, as well as Gargano with uh, his feud with uh, Champa. You know, one of the hottest feuds of you know nxt's uh you know as of late with nxt but i don't know like because it felt like a placeholder they did what they could and you know the match was good i'm glad um he's champion uh johnny you know johnny wrestling johnny takeover glad he's champion but it just i don't know it's kind of lacking and you know they kind of had to do an audible and set up that two out of three falls match because, you know, Trump is injured. So, yay in terms of, uh, you know, the match, like, you know, what they were doing in the ring, but just the the match being a placeholder was like, you know, meh. You know, like it just didn't felt like that epic conclusion that we was, you know, so hungry for. Like, two years in the making and, you know, Trump gets, you know, injured, unfortunately. So, yay yeah. and meh. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, man. Like to, 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 to add an addendum to that, it felt like it was a setup for something else for Gargano, for Gargano down the line. Yeah. Um, what exactly? I don't know. Possible heel turn as champ. It's that's what I'm like visualizing right now because of uh, Champa, you know, helping him out or what? Not helping him out, but celebrating with him at the end uh, after the match. But yeah, I'll, that's pretty much all I've got for that. Okay. Uh, guys. Rome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another yay, but once again, um, the finish was, was not the finish with the winner was strange. It was almost like the opposite of mania for me with this show. Cause a lot of people I, I thought would win, didn't win. Um, once again, yeah, they, they kind of took a little too long to pull the trigger on Gargano and the fact that it happened off of like an injury and it wasn't like, Hey, you know, this is it. You're going to win the title with this takeover. That that also hurt it because it kind of felt a little forced. We have to get the title on somebody at this point, and um, that that's something that does hurt it a bit. As far as the match was concerned, it was a good match. Um, it wasn't the best takeover main event, but once again, even the bad and I'm throwing up quotes right now. Yeah, the bad <laughs> NXT shows are good, so it was it was a fine match. It was a good main event. We've seen better, but um, that's just the bar that NXT has like 
you know, set up of yeah. all mm-hmm. these takeovers over the past few years. It's only been doing, they've only been doing these for a few years now, not even a full decade yet. So the fact that, you know, they've been pushing the bar so high, you know, WrestleMania weekend with these matches, it kind of put a little damper on the match. And with the fact that, you know, it was, um, it, it wasn't planned to put the title on him, at least not yet. You know, yeah. uh, Ciampa had a lot left in him, but it, you know, it always sucks when it's like, oh, this person got hurt. Uh, we're going to have to do a tournament or we're going to have to do some type of match to put a title on a new person. Cause it's like, you just know that wasn't the plan. So yeah. it all it always kind of hurts it a little bit because it's like, hey, we, we can't keep the title vacant, you know, for so long. But uh, not to ramble on anymore. Yay for me. Uh, and I look forward to seeing uh, what happens next with Gargano. Same here. Excellent. 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 I thought the show overall was fantastic. I mean, NXT is NXT. <clears throat> like uh, people are saying that this is the best NXT takeover yet. And it's like people say that after every takeover yeah, and they yeah. just continue to push the bar further and further. It's like last takeover was the best takeover people have ever seen. Then they see this one and it's just pushing it that much further. And you think about it, this, this card is only five matches guys. Yeah. This was five matches of concentrated, good wrestling payoff and storytelling. The results is the only thing that people are really disappointed about, but I don't think that's that much of a big uh, blemish on the show because it's like, People wanted those results because they wanted to see some people move up. Yeah. Right. Because that's what it would have meant if if Bianca Belair won the belt. Because some people wanted to see her win the belt and have uh, Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane go to the champion, uh, the NXT. I mean the 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 women's tag team championship. Yep. Then Shayna Baszler would have gone up. That's the disappointment there. Same thing with Johnny Gargano, where it's like if Adam Cole would have won, Gargano's like moving up for sure. Yes. Uh, he's already on the damn show. And then uh, same thing with Alistair Black and Ricochet. We knew they were going. And Matt Riddle, Velveteen Dream. People wanted Dream to go up. And it's like, yes, we, we want these people to go up. But we, I, I kind of want them to stay on NXT. They yeah. get their time. They're mm-hmm. putting out good matches. I, I kept saying all weekend, I'm like, there's at least two five-star matches on this show. And Meltzer star ratings came out. Meltzer, I feel like he was being petty trying to disprove me. Because <laughs> he he made Walter versus Pete Dunn a four point seven five. Come on, man! Come on, Wait, man. but where did wow. it take place? Wow, four point seven five. Where did it take place at? Not the uh, Tokyo Dome. Uh, <laughs> stop! Stop! Look, he gave he gave um Cole versus uh Gargano five point five. Last of what I yes, heard, which is the like, highest hmm. WWE rated match ever, and I agree with you guys that. Even though it was a great match, I think it fell flat for me. And, but even it falling flat, I still gave it a yay because the show entirely, just the show overall entirely just encompassed everything. And it was just like, I can't give this a, a flat because it still was like, this is a good match. This is a mm-hmm. good show. I love NXT, Triple H. Please take over. Just take over and make this every WWE show. Right, Concentrated right, right. matches that get attention and story. Yes, we're we're lacking in that department with um the main roster. Like no, a lot of stuff that should happen doesn't happen, and then you know vice versa. So uh, please, Hunter, uh, no one is perfect, but you know you you're doing better than you're doing better than Vince is doing. So give us what we want. <laughs> Carry what I want. Besides, <laughs> besides the the money in the bank match between CM Punk and John Cena finally got demoted. So come on, just take over, man. 
please, please. CM Punk's now eating shit with the, with, with the shit. Now, 5.5, Gargano and Cole. You're sitting on gold, man. Do the right thing, <laughs> Triple H. Bring Any back game? Vince Russo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Totally bring him back, bro. And the show's takeover for a reason, guys. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, buddy. So uh, up next, what's up next, guys? Next up is going to be uh, the New Japan Pro Wrestling slash Ring of Honor Wrestling G1 Supercard at Madison Square Garden. Almost 20,000 people. Supercardo. G1 Supercardo. Ma, eh, I'm sorry. Wrong mode. I was rewatching uh, the Wrestling Dongtaku show earlier today. Uh, and also rewatching this to get uh, back into the swing of things. Anyway. We missed out on the dark match between Kagetsu, Jenny Rose, and Hazuki versus Hanakimura, Stella Gray, and Sumi Sakai. We're pretty sure that turned out pretty good. Uh, we got into the place and saw the very, very tail end of the Honor Rumble in which uh, Kenny King defeated, uh, well, managed to survive uh, 29 other men, including eliminating Jushin Thunder Liger. What did you guys think of that, if anything? I say that's a total meh, personally. Uh, meh, because you know, of course, we we got in towards the tail end of it, and uh, you know, we saw you know Lagger, and um, you know the 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 ending was kind of fun, seeing two legends, you know, squared up. Ah, uh, yes, know? him and uh, Lagger and Muta, right? Yeah, yeah, a great Muta, like, the, like he he pulled double duty. Yes, he pulled double duty. Like, yep, he was. That yeah, night. he. <laughs> he was at uh he was at a uh, House of Glory earlier in the day. I uh Rome and I managed to see the show, but he missed the uh, uh Muta. But my God, that Muta match, that tag match, better than what he did here at, at that. But that's to be expected. It was a thirty yeah. man rumble, so what else can you do? Especially when you got you know new le- new knees. Yes. Yeah. So, Shout yeah, out to like, House of Glory wrestling. Yes. <laughs> Shout outs to House of Glory. Love those guys. I still gotta, I still gotta go to one show soon. Like I'm doing a, a injustice to myself, not going. Juba so. will change your life. Juba. <laughs> oh, you'll see, you'll see. There's actually gonna be a, a cross promotional show for House of Glory and Impact Wrestling. This thing is uh, happening in the next month in May, so we'll Ooh. definitely check that out if you, if anybody has the time. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We'll, we'll like that's. For sure, we'll definitely uh, uh, go to that. But yeah, like overall, the the you know the talent of the of the honor rumble was you know man you know Kenny King winning was like mm-hmm. wow I like I thought he <laughs> he's I didn't know he was still around like that's like because you know, I remember Kenny King being in you know in TNA and Impact and yeah pretty good run like not it, it could have been better but overall okay run. But yeah. yeah, like him winning, you know, eh, you know, it's just, uh, it's just, meh, you know, that's yeah. it, meh. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, he came out first, right? He was a. Uh, he was the, the first, first man in. Head. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's that's part of the story they were doing. I I give it a meh as well. Like it's like yeah, not really paying attention to the story there for that particular um storyline that they're going with, and I just I just give it a down the middle grade. Like it, it was what it was. Started the show trying to get people out of their seats. I think it did its job there, but other than that, meh. Oh, I'm sure people got out of their seats to the bathrooms, right? <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> yeah, I heard one Kenny King music was Oh my bad, what's that? I heard when uh, Kenny King's music hit to start off the rumble, they were hitting the concessions, but were running back when Minoru Suzuki came out number two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those lines got empty again, huh? Pretty but, much. Uh, Let's say you, bro. Uh, I'm just going to give it a met only because we came in 
uh, we didn't see the full thing. And battle royales in general are usually battle royales are not really good. It's lazy wrestling, you know. Mm-hmm, absolutely. But it's always the outcome of the the battle royale. I mean, it, there's been great battle royales before, but they're never really um, the the end ring of the battle royale is not really usually what you're watching for. It's for the you know the maybe storylines that are um, finishing up. Right. Or or matches you haven't seen yet get teased or, you know, mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. case, we had what we thought was two legends going to be the finale. And they got a they got a good pop until, you know, <laughs> Kenny King came in. <laughs> we have to do, but uh, yeah, it wasn't that for me, though. Yeah. To be fair, after rewatching it, a lot of what was going on in the earlier parts of the match was a lot of exhibitions from the New Japan guys because you had like a lot of the uh, not the, the the more or less non-attending uh, Lij guys, the Rapungi three guys here and there, and then like a, a couple of ROH star, stalwarts uh, here and there showing off what they could do. But like the New Japan guys really put uh, their stuff out there more so than I think than the Ring of Honor guys. But you have to rewatch it to uh, get a better idea. But moving on to the next match, the proper opener, uh, Jeff Cobb. Uh, coming in as ROH World TV Champion, defeating Will Ospreay, now former Never Open Weight Class Champion. Uh, it was winner take all. That match, very much massive yay for me. I love Will Ospreay. That man gave me a hug. He's freaking amazing in the ring. He's such a fantastic goddamn athlete. But, you know. <laughs> Slow down, Meltzer. Uh, five stars. Ah. Anyway, um, but no, this this was a strange move to take the the belt off of uh off of uh Osprey so soon even though he had only won it maybe like in like the last month or two I think but I think Cobb will uh benefit from it absolutely um Will Osprey kind of has like his own sort of plans of trying to cement his brand and create a, a, a thing for himself in Japan uh or at least has been trying to do that for a couple of years so I, I maybe he's trying to sort of recharge himself uh after being after dropping the belt but either way the match itself was great Jeff Cobb is a great uh, successor for it, and I'm sure that any matchups he has coming down the pipe uh, will be good. Uh, so, yay, for sure. Yay. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, yay for me. Like, uh, Osprey, fucking dope. No, no, it's, that's it. Like, I shouldn't say any more about Will Osprey. Fucking dope. Love his everyone uh, work. And uh, Jeff Cobb, I was like, Holy shit! Like at first I was like, oh, you know, look at you know Samoa Joe, you know ROH Samoa Joe. But after seeing that match, it was pretty fucking dope. Like they couldn't his, be uh, any more different. They couldn't be any more different. Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. And uh, <clears throat> of course, like his finisher uh, was it Tour of the Islands. Tour of the Islands, you guys. Yes, it. I love that finisher. And uh, yeah, he was pretty impressive. And he's dual champion now, so. Uh, Good showing, uh, you know, from both competitors, Osprey and Cobb, and uh, like to me, like impressive, uh, dominant, and I hope that he'll, you know, he'll be more in uh, uh, New Japan, and he'll still, of course, he'll still be around, but I want to see more of him because he's he was impressive. Like, he impressed me that night, and watching mm. him live was like, you know, you know, icing on the cake. So yeah, yay for me. What say you, uh, Super Freak? It's definitely a big yay for me. Um, I think this was the perfect match to to start the the, the the festivities. Like it's like the battle royale was like yeah, it's it's kind of starting the event, but I think this was the first one to start off the the matches on the card, and it was it was just a banger. Like Osprey's amazing. 
Uh, he's probably dropping the belt because he probably wants to take a run at the heavyweight um, division at New Japan. I think he set himself up for that. I think mm-hmm. it was uh, good for him to drop the belt here. Uh, it gives Cobb a nice little push. I mean, because he's, he's rising up. He's, he's probably one of Ring of Honor's best. So definitely, I definitely agree with all of it. And, and Osprey just, you know, he, he's Osprey. Osprey match is going to be great. Yep. Yeah. Um, great. Great opener. Yay, 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 yay. All over. Um, <laughs> I've never seen Jeff Cobb before until that match. And uh, the crowd, you know, was kind of letting us know, like, yeah, this guy's good and stuff. I know you even said some stuff to me, too, Joel. Mm-hmm. And um, definitely I am a fan of Jeff Cobb. I'm glad that he won, too, um, because a lot of people, I guess, were, you know, Will Ospreay is such a name on the indie circuit that I guess everybody was expecting him to go over. Uh, so to see someone like Jeff Cobb get the rub, as they say, was was amazing. And that guy can move, man. For a big dude, oof. Oh, you have no idea. That, that man can, can do. He can do standing moonsaults right off from the freaking from Clean. from the, for just on the ring floor, not even assisted or anything. Like that dude is a fucking athlete. He's clean, yeah. Dope. Hell yeah. Gave for me, like I said, great great opener. Um, the battle royale was just to get you in your seat. This is what you uh. We're expecting, you know, this is what this is what started a what turned out to be a really great card. But yeah, yep. So yay right. for me. All right, uh, that moves us into the uh, absolute squashing of Dalton Castle by uh, <laughs> CMLL's own Rush El Ingobernable Mayor. Fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds. His Dalton Castle's entrance was like like what five minutes maybe. Ooh. Around yeah, R.I.P. The, the boys. No, oh, that's that, the boys. The boys got crushed after that. But yeah, I, it gets an emphatic yay for me because I love to see anybody from the from the Ingobernables stable get a major rub. And Rush, you know, recently just started in ROH, and he's clearly been making a big name for himself right now. And the, any way to do it is to take down uh, a, a mainstay like Dalton Castle to really put people's to put people's focus on him. Absolutely, really good. I think good move. I'd say sucks for Dalton, but you know, what can I say? I think Dalton's going to survive it. This is a, it was a, it was a yay for me. I think it was good. Like, cause not all matches have to be long matches. Right. And that's the thing like with WrestleMania and, and you know, like NXT had a short card It's concentrated. So it's very different, right? Like they don't do squash matches, but when you have a long card going, you got to have matches like this and it's all right. As long as you can, as long as the names are right, the way it's handled could be right. I mean, not the boys, but again, <laughs> all the eyes were on them. So you, you know, you do something for your story. Hell yeah! Yes, uh, yeah, like uh, gotta have a squash match here, you know, here and there, especially you know with Mania. We'll get to that later. So uh, agreed. Like. It uh put Roosh, you know, Roosh got over in a big way, you know, 15 seconds, you know, match was shorter than the entrance. But, uh, yeah, like, it, it did it for me. Like, it was like, wham, bam, you know, where where's your uncle type of thing. And, you know, you got to have that. And the boys, you know, sucks. Rest in peace, the boys. But, you know, to be fair, you know. Gotta have them squash matches and uh, they recover. I know uh, Don Castle, like big name in the in ROH, so he'll, he'll do fine. He'll definitely do fine. Like I, uh, from what I heard, you know, no, uh, no skin off his bones, pretty much. 
Yeah. Rome. Yep. So I'm gonna say meh only because <laughs> I'm not really a fan of squash matches on big shows. Uh, I think they're good for TV, which I know is limited for both of these companies. But um, I just don't. I'm not a really a fan of of the squashes. But I get that the whole point of the squash was to further the storyline of Dalton being, uh, you know, upset with his boys. And um, another met is because if he's gonna, if if this is you know moving on with the storyline in which he's going to get rid of them and I guess change things up. Uh, as much as I don't watch Ring of Honor now, when I did watch Ring of Honor a few years back, when they were on, um, I believe it was Pop TV. Is when Ring of what? Well, think they were? On, I think it was Pop TV. It was, it was Pop one TV. of those. Yeah. It was Pop TV. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those channels. I used to watch Ring of Honor. I actually was uh, keeping up with it frequently and this was also when um a lot of uh the new japan guys were also doing like you know back then they the um they had they always had like a type of connection because there would be some episodes where the main event would be aj styles and the young bucks versus you know um the kingdom or something and um you know i would watch those episodes and dalton castle's gimmick i, I don't know I'm, I'm always for like the flamboyant uh like gimmicks like that in wrestling i don't know i just love those type of gimmicks they're they're hilarious to me so I was all for that gimmick. So if this means if him getting squashed and then turning on the boys after the match means that this is done, that kind of falls flat for me. Cause I was like, Oh man, that was a cool thing. It, it stood him out, you know, cause that's something that's you, you wouldn't see wrestling is super macho. And here's this guy coming out with a bunch of guys, literally with like trees on no pants, just trees <laughs> around, around their waist, you know, and they're like palm sitting trees. on them and, and yeah, palm, palm tree trees. leaves. <laughs> yeah. And he's like sitting on them and it was like, that, that was great to me. So if it means that the gimmick is going away, it, it's a, it sucks to me, but it's also a mess because I don't, I don't really like squashes on pay-per-views. Okay. Okay. Understood. All right. Um, transitioning now into the uh, victory of uh, Kelly gate, Gatekeeper Kelly Klein defeating Mayu Iwatani, now former uh, Women of Honor World Champion. Uh, this one I wanted to really like because I had just gotten familiar with Stardom not too long ago, the promotion that Mayu Iwatani is associated with. But neither of them had the best chemistry at all. The crowd was super flat throughout the whole thing, except for maybe the one uh, diving um, body. Uh, what was there was like a, a diving body spot that uh, Mayu did onto Kelly Klein on the outside, and that like got like the the hot, loudest pop of that match. And even then, it wasn't really considerably all that loud. Uh, so you know, they worked their, they worked hard. I think. But it, it didn't really produce much of anything in terms of investment from the crowd. So I'm going to say this gets a meh, uh, a very hesitant meh from me, only because I like one side better than the other. But, Understandable. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, to me, the you know the two women in this match, they try their hardest, but the chemistry wasn't there. So it showed, it really showed. And, uh, you know, we were there live and the audience couldn't get much into it because it was sloppy. Things weren't, uh, you know, things weren't, uh, you know, uh, the, the crowd wasn't into it and it, and it really showed. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think this was a this, if it was flat for me. It was it seemed flat for everybody else. I think maybe it was a bad reaction for a lot of people as well. Uh, I I think it was the match seemed full of mistakes, 
Um, just like they had like a lot. Of, it wasn't clean. It wasn't the cleanest match. It wasn't like botch central, but it wasn't the cleanest match. But no, I also think definitely. like it's just. I think Ring of Honor took the wrong opportunity to try and push their women's division. Not to say that the women's division wouldn't be pushed. I just think that this was the wrong way of doing it because this is probably like the biggest women's match they had, and then they they debuted. You know, Angelina Love and Velvet Sky, and you know, mm-hmm. Mandy Leon came back, and it was like, kind of like they were forwarding story. Yeah, and I, I don't think this was the right show to try and do that. Like to have that be like your spotlight, especially after the the, the bot, uh, not the botch, the the squash match. Yeah, I just, I just think it was just they didn't really read the show, or read the crowd. It didn't, it didn't. I don't think it was well planned. Yeah, this all uh, this might be the first and only. Well, I'll say I'll leave only for later, but this would definitely be the first show that the uh, match that fell flat for me. Um, it just, not that it was terrible in the ring, but it it was just boring crowd crapped all over it. They popped a little bit for the entrances. And then mm-hmm. when the actual bell rung, it was like, you could hear a pin drop. And, yeah. um, unfortunately, you know, there was no real big spots. Like there was no like, Oh, like a crazy big spot that, you know, it was like, Oh wow, this looks good. You know, or they got the crowd moving. There was even a false finish. One of them hit their finishes and like, it was like no impact to it. And it got a two count, and I remember, you know, a deep two count, and the crowd didn't even react. And I remember watching the uh, the Tron, you know, and and like the per- I think it was the uh, I forget the the wrestler from Stardom, I forget her name. It was her finish. Um, Kelly kicked out of it, and then like the camera zoomed in, you know, like a what? Like you kicked yeah, out, like, yeah. what? And no one, like usually that's the t- that's the reaction you give when the crowd's like, oh, like what? That was three, you know. And it was like no one cared. So she has that look on her face, and she's looking in the audience like what? And no one is like responding. So it just fell flat. Uh, it, it was. Um, I felt bad for them too because they were working hard, you know. But crowd just didn't care, and uh, crowd popped at the end when uh, I, I I know I popped at the end when I saw Velvet Sky, you know. All the, all the, <laughs> yeah, uh, the you, high you popped all right. You popped. Oh all my right. god, man! I think I screamed my number out at one point to Velvet. Yes, Sky. you so, did. Velvet Sky, if you're listening to us, I hope you heard that. I screamed my number. Go back and watch the show. Velvet, my number is 347! 3-0! <laughs> I don't care! She can have two boyfriends! Stop! I'm pretty Bully sure Ray's going to kill you, you know? I was, I was waiting for you to start getting text messages from people in the crowd saying, I see, I see you, boy. <laughs> you know what? Oh, man. That would be crazy. Uh, but uh yeah, so the the ending was the ending was was good uh for my personal interest. Mm. But um yeah, it fell flat. It was unfortunate. Um which was sort of like the major culmination of that it seems. Mm. Problem is it definitely suffered because of the poor perform because of the uh poor reception from the crowd and the extra stuff at the end that really right. didn't really do much for it. Um but yeah, um, onwards, we have the New York City street fight that was supposed to be regard involving uh, Juice Robinson, the IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Champion, uh, and uh, Bully Ray, which eventually turned into a six-man tag New York City street fight, uh, where um, Juice Robinson got assistance from both the returning Flip Gordon, who's still actually injured, and uh, I, I think ICW's uh, Mark Haskins. Versus Bully Ray and assistance from Silas Young, the last real man, and uh, Rome's favorite uh, overweight wrestler, Shane Taylor. 
Oh my god, he's awesome. Oh god. Oh lord. I'm so mad. That oh god, no. But anyway, um back to center. Um the the match I feel like it did drag in some places. It 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 dragged a lot because of the the weird setup because it involved Mega Ran coming out and you know playing to the crowd and singing this what his little song or whatever for the event, which by the way was pretty terrible. Um, yes, <laughs> it's, it's it's a shame. That's a shame. It, it is. It is because I know Mega Ran is pretty good at what he does. This just wasn't it. Poor it guy. Wasn't, this is this ain't it, Chief. That's that's what the kids say. This ain't it. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that was a pretty shitty lead in into this. And mind you, Juice Robinson was shown to be injured earlier on in the evening, so there was no way to know if he was even going to sh- uh, compete at all until uh, Flip Gordon apparently appeared along with uh, uh, Juice and, and Haskins. So the the whole setup was really weird, but it got pretty good in some places. You know, Flip kind of. Uh, Really uh, put pushing his whole uh, get cane me man give me more cane shots because that was his thing with him and uh, Bully Ray like for for months. So Bully Ray kept like you know taunting and been giving shit to Flip for a long time. Um, but yeah, it, it was okay. Uh, Lifeblood and, and Flip Gordon won that match, I believe. I honestly give it a um, meh. because uh, it was it was good, but it, it it's not gonna age well in my opinion. It, it didn't really do much. Yeah, this yeah. this fell really flat for me. Um, I believe when uh, what was his name again? The the Ooh. performer, uh, uh, Mega Ran. Yeah, Mega Ran. Is <laughs> I heard he does a lot of like wrestling rap and stuff like that, and does things for people. And it's like people he's he's really like you know like people say he's really good. And I was like, oh man, that's a shame. I felt bad because I took the opportunity to take a bathroom break on this match, and on the way out, I was like, oh, we get discount Flow Rider. so i did feel bad after like hearing that he actually does like a lot of wrestling rap and it's pretty cool and fans are into it and stuff and i think i think that's part of like roh trying to bring him in and it just it was just weird it was misplaced again like poor poor time that's like the theme of the show with roh in this show so we'll talk about that i guess after yeah yeah this match fell flat i think because of that uh it was fun match and but i just think like with the crowd just didn't seem as into it as they want. They they hoped, I guess. Yeah, uh, the match was, you know, you know, car crash, you know, uh, demolition derby type of thing, and you know, the angle was <laughs> that uh, with the uh, the performer, the music performer, eh, it was you know cheeky, but the match overall was. It was meh, but you know you, you gotta have that that break in between all the action, and you know it was basically to set up an angle and whatnot, have the the performer involved. But you know, the match was okay. And of course, not all matches are gonna be, you know, five you know five point five star matches. You know you gotta have your your breaks in between. So uh, you know it didn't do much for me. It was. You know, it was a few cool spots there with the with the uh, the pallet, you know, the wooden pallet. I was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, it was. That's about it. And Bully Ray is Bully Ray. You know, sucks. You know, I'm still like, how did he get Velvet Sky? That's we'll never know. 
Yeah, Rome. Rome. We need to know, man. Get shoot your <laughs> shot and tell us how you, what you thought about this. <laughs> so, um, the match. Keep it real short. It was it was meh. It, it didn't. It wasn't bad or anything. It was just you know it was just a typical hardcore match. Um, so it had cool spots like that, but uh, it was okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't uh, anything you know mind blowing. Um, it was a cool spot with the uh, with the palette, yeah. And my man Taylor is definitely my new favorite wrestler. <laughs> that boy is thick. T H I C C C C. Man, yeah, it was it was uh it was just in between. Not really like a bad or not like a bad man. Not really a good man, but it was just you know it was in between. It was like in the like in between match of the night for me. No, it was okay. <laughs> Did we do that in the crowd with a T? H I C C C C. One of y'all did. I remember that I for sure. That, yeah. <laughs> dummies. Yeah, yeah. But that's pretty much my thoughts. Mm. I think like my favorite, one of my favorite spots involves Silas Young doing his little uh, delayed uh, moonsault off the ropes and stuff like that because he didn't really get much to do on the card, which is a shame because the dude can can fucking go. Um, but yeah. That's that for that. Um, moving on, we have the three-way match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Uh, CMLL's Dragon Lee defeating now former champion Taiji Ishimori, the Bone Soldier, and ROH's own Bandido. That one, uh, I definitely want to say an emphatic yay because it was a damn good palate cleanser from what we had before. And at the same time, holy crap, these motherfuckers can move, can perform. They're Fucking great. Bandito in particular had this one spot off the off the top turnbuckles where he carried both men in a fallaway slam position, but moonsaulted off the second rope and fell down on those two. My God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Exactly. <laughs> Joey Styles would even give that shit five thumbs up. Um, but, yeah, massive yays. Yay, yay, yay. Yay, 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 yay. You said, you said Joey Styles. I can't help but think of, I'm not good enough to call backlash. <laughs> oh god no don't don't bring up that promo man poor guy was putting his heart out there for the world uh lord that was a good promo though Rest um in peace. yes yes um yeah. <laughs> i mean he he's been i, I don't know where he is in a hole somewhere oh that's <laughs> well that's worse than sitting in, in the hole being trapped in a hole but catering yeah. Oh, that okay. No, no, no. Catering is the worst. Yeah. I, I let, let me correct myself. That thank you. Uh, uh, the match was is emphatic. Yay! Uh, lots of lots of uh, fast paced action. Uh, you know, uh, like you said, Joel, a, a palate cleanser. Because you know the last match was you know that kind of a, a break off point. This match was great, but. New Japan, uh, you know, I, like I was saying in the predictions uh, uh, podcast, uh, please don't die. There's a few spots where I'm like, holy shit, like, you know, what the fuck? I hope they're okay because New Japan, they don't, they don't like necks. Insane, I, they don't, they don't like necks. They no such thing as necks in this place, uh, Marco. I mean, Super Freak. What'd you think? <laughs> Uh, I think I thought it was a yay. Um, I I can't. I know a lot of people saying this was the best match on the show, but I don't. I don't. I can't agree with that. Because yeah, of how no. Short it was. It was nine minutes. This match. Mm-hmm. 
which is a shame because they gave the street fight before this like 20 minutes and it's like you know you, you put this match which was clearly one of the better matches on the card it got people extremely hype and they it seemed like the pace was just so insane and and it kind of like with the time the match run time you can see why the pace was insane they had nine minutes and they just it just went all out um I think uh, I was expecting Bandito to win this, but I guess they're setting up for Dragon Lee to face a, a returning Hiromu. So I can't I can't disagree with that either. I, but I think this was a fantastic match. It's definitely a big yay for me. Uh, big, big, big yay for me as well. Good match. Um, I'd probably put it my third match uh, of the night, third best match. But but that just goes to show the the caliber of matches they had. Um, it was a great match indeed. Wish it got a little more time. It felt a little short. It felt like it was like a little under 10 minutes, or that might have just been me. Uh, uh, yeah, it was about uh, almost nine minutes. Like yeah, it, wow. Yeah. Also, about eight minutes, and that was a great match. It was, to me, like I said, third best match. And you guys said what some people are saying it was the best match. So if they got that in eight minutes, that was great, you know. Could have won a few more minutes. I'd give it another two or three minutes. But um, the, the big spots, were, were hit, they hit well. They were really big. Um, it was a uh, great showing from all three competitors. I like Dragon Lee a lot uh, after watching this match, and I'm glad he won over. Yeah, I like the Bone Soldier. Like, you know, he's like, like he was a standout for me. Oh, Taiji's amazing. All yeah. those guys are, honestly. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're good. But definitely, Dragon Lee uh, benefited a lot from this, and it ties into his relationship with uh, Hiromu Takahashi when he eventually does return. Um, next up, we have the tag match. We have Tonga Loa and Tamatonga, the defending IWGP tag champs, God. Defe- <laughs> God. defeating God. That's right, God defeating Villain Enterprises, uh, PCO and Brody King, uh, the Los Ingobernables de Capon subunit of Evil and Sonata, and the motherfucking Briscoes, Mark and Jay. Oh, this one is actually this show. This match was actually a little longer than the match before, which is both surprising and not entirely surprising given what occurred. But uh, it did what it needed to do. I feel like it didn't. I feel like uh, Sonata and Evil were kind of just there. They didn't really get very many spots to work off of, but they did their job. Uh, my favorite spot of the whole thing was uh Tamatanga Tangaloa powerbombing PCO out of the fucking ring and right onto the floor mat outside and PCO just getting up all Undertaker style. So I went, yeah, that, that, yeah, that, yeah, that was, was dope. That was dope. Oh, that was <laughs> so good. Like, <laughs> oh man, that alone was worth the, was worth it. So I give that match. Uh, I want to say a hesitant yay. Only because it was so short, it definitely needed more time uh, to allow everybody to get their spots in, I think, or at least a lot of their good stuff, good stuff in. Yeah. But they still did the damn thing. Absolutely. Much props to Tama Tonga Tangaloa. If y'all are listening to this shit, I love you guys. Saw y'all at the BCBP. Cam, come back to New, New Jersey. Come back to New York. No, you mean come back to the shadow of New York. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> come back to the radioactive wasteland behind New York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yay, sort of a, a hesitant yay because of uh, the lack of time. Yes, uh, that uh, that spot, um, Tonga powerbombed uh, PCO off, you know, 
you know, outside the ring. That was dope. And when he got up, really, like, that was one of my favorite spots. And this match, you know, since it's uh, four tag teams, you know, it's, it's, it tends, you know, when you have multi, multi man or multi tag team matches, it, it tends to get really, uh, you know, a mismosh, just, you know, chaotic. But for, you know, this match, you know, really good. I feel like, uh, this is, you know, one of the matches of the night for me personally, uh, except for what happened after the match, which, you know, Eh, you know, angle is what it is. Cool, but overall the match, yay. Emphatic, yay. Uh right guys went over, of course. You already know what it is. Uh overall, a lot of good spots, like key spots, uh a lot of good um, you know, this a lot of I love chaos. That's the thing. I love a, a good chaotic match when it's serve a purpose and you know, that crazy powerbomb spot. Fucking dope. Yay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give this a two. I'm going to give this a two ratings. It's going to it's gonna be a yay for the match and and just a, a boo to everything after. Yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah. It's just and not even a boo. Just I think a flat. Like, I think Ring of Honor <laughs> just messed that up. And you could tell they mess it up. They just want attraction, but I don't want to really talk much about. You're being happened. too nice. You're being too nice. They yeah. fucked that up real yeah. hard. Um, I thought the match was great. That spot, that pop bomb spot. That's what everybody's talking about. Um, even with Sonata, yeah, I think they just like kind of stayed out of dodge in this match. They just kind of yeah. like oh, just chilling. Smart. They got an easy, was- easy payday if, if they got paid. I don't know who got paid on the side of. And JPW after this match because you know rumor has it that someone didn't get paid for this match. Uh, uh, oh. Don't no, don't nobody give a fuck about no ROH. <laughs> oh no. Um, <laughs> stop shooting the real shots. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it it needed more time, but you know that's a um, circumstance of the show. Like it seemed like a lot of these matches, we could say like yeah, some of them needed more time. This was one of those matches that really could have benefited from more time. Yeah. Uh, it was it was too short. It had great spots, so the match was EA, and just the flat for what happened after. I mean, not the Yano stuff. The Yano stuff is EA too, but I was just about to say like, yeah, don't the mess with Yano, EA. okay? The NJPW yeah. stuff is yay. The ROA stuff is mm-hmm. don't fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Rome. Um, it's it also gets like a I guess a low yay. We're, what are we like Melton now? We're like breaking down the. The yay into a lower, mid, or high yay. But, so, uh, uh, so, uh, so, uh, so, uh, this, 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 this match, this, you know, this. Uh, I mean, Kenny wasn't there. Uh, Peyton looks a little fat. Uh, nah, but, um, <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting was, for you to do the Peyton stuff. Uh, you, you can't, you can't do Meltzer without calling Peyton fat. Like, you just can't. Right? So, oh. uh, but yeah, oh, not to get on track. it was, uh, it was, it was a yay for me. Um, wish it did get more time. Obviously, the the PCO spot was the the spot of the match. That mm-hmm. guy's sick. His interest, his entrance went a long time too. Yeah, I think they was a, like took a bit too long in setting that up. Maybe they just didn't have the right logistics. Yeah, that might have been it too. But um, yeah, it was a good match. Could have gotten a little more time. Um, just to uh, give like a brief second uh, about the um, the ending. I'm not so mad that it happened because I get it. That's that's a hot angle is 
anytime it look it seems like people are invading it and that it's easy you'll always get that over whenever it looks like someone's invading uh your company that you you know oh what is this person doing here you know what is what what is this person doing back zone so that's always a good angle like you know that never gets old um it was just the execution of it was terrible and um I mean, hopefully it gets better. And I'll just say this real quick. Uh, I just hope people don't totally forget how over uh, Real One and Cass was a few years ago. Like, I know a lot of people don't like them personally because of all the stuff that come that came out and, you know, how everything, how their careers went when they became singles. But we really need to not forget that those guys were getting some of the best reactions in the entire company. I, I've watched those NXT shows from 2016, 20, you know, 2015, 2016, um, early 2017, when those guys were getting good reactions. I've been to Asbury Park for NXT 2016. Oh, yeah. And those guys came out. Remember, we were there, Caesar, and those guys came out and they got a massive reaction. Everybody in the crowd. And you could say, yeah, it was Jersey. But like everyone, everyone, uh, you know, sorry about that. Um, they were over is basically what I'm getting at. And I understand how people feel about them now. Um, but I do think them uh, patching whatever their personal issue was and becoming a team again, I think that was the right thing to do. And uh, yeah, so I hope it works out for them. But as far as the match, it was a low yay. Could have had more time. That's it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like like as far as uh, Enzo and Kaz XL, as they're now calling themselves, like I don't mind them doing their thing again. I don't. I just minded it doing this right now in new Japan and ring of honor territory when new Japan are just starting to get their feet wet in New York in MSG. Like it, 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 it was a pretty obvious blemish that could cause long-term. I mean, it's, it's, it's I'm, I'm probably exaggerating about long-term ramifications, but I think this is, this is a bit harmful anyway, but that's just me. Uh, but yeah, that was that. Um, anyway, next match was the singles match for the uh, Rev Pro British Heavyweight Championship involving the ace of the universe, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and flanked by Takamichinoku, Zack Sabre Jr. Whose time is it? Zack Sabre time. It's the best. <laughs> oh, but was, yeah, the match was fantastic. It was a grapple fest that anybody who really loves technical uh, submission wrestling will really, you know, uh, sink their teeth into here. Uh, of course, Tanahashi lost. There was no way he was gonna, you know, win the belt from 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 Zach. They've they have something really good with Zach right now, and. They've been building him, building him up to be this almost super heel within uh, Suzuki Gun in his own right. So um, this helped him a lot, and he had already beaten Hiroshi uh, Tanahashi before, so this is nothing new. Um, so this just cements another uh, notch on his belt in terms of taking down legends. You could almost call him a sort of a legend killer if need. Mm. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you know, he almost beat Okada at one point, but it didn't happen. But anyway. Massive yay for me. Emphatic. Really emphatic. Really good stuff. I love Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, good match. Uh, uh, very good match overall. Emphatic yay. Uh, like the, um, you know, the the dynamic that uh, Suzuki Gun and, uh, and and Zack had together, like as a as a unit, and like just from seeing him, because you know I've been you know. 
out of touch with New Japan and ROH. So just seeing them, you know, seeing uh, Zack Sabre Jr. again, like, wow, just this heel work, phenomenal. And, uh, you know, uh, Japanese John Cena, that's, that's, that's how I see him. Mm. Uh, overall, like, still, you know, still doing his thing. He's in the, you know, he's still in, in his twilight of his career, but he still can go. Like, I remember years ago when I got into New Japan, like, I saw him uh, in the, uh, you know, few uh, New Japan uh, pay-per-views and really dope. Like, I really like his work, you know, the ace. And, yeah, like, he can still go. Of course, the right person went over. Uh, no, like, no shame there. And, yeah, yay, yay, emphatic, yay. Yay, yay. <laughs> It's, it's a yay, but I, I don't find myself to be much of a fan of Zack Sabre Jr. Not to say like I don't think he's great. Just it's not my it's not my cup of tea, so to speak. Right? Like it's like yeah. uh, I like Tanahashi. I like this match, but I, I, I don't know. I, I was kind of out of it at this point because it's it's a slow match. It's Zack Sabre Jr. style, and like I said, nothing against him. But it's just not my cup of tea. Like I don't, I don't find Zack Sabre Jr. to be that entertaining on my side of the spectrum. But that's not to say that people don't get hype about his matches. I mean, the crowd was clearly, uh, clearly like cheering for him at one point, and it's like, so wait, he's he's a heel, but people are cheering for him. I don't know. It took me out of it a bit, um, but I still give it a yay because it was a good match. It's huh. just not my wrestling, I would say. That's fair. That's a fair assessment. Rum, rum, rum. I try to keep this short. Um, I love Zack Sabre Jr. He was actually probably one of the premier athletes I wanted to see when, on, like, on this card when I found out about the card uh, and who was on it. His match was one of the matches I was looking forward to specifically. I am on the opposite, spe- the opposite spectrum of Super Freak in that I enjoy Zack Sabre Jr. I can understand why people might say, oh, he's, he's kind of dull. He's kind of a dullard. But I favor a lot of that, like that technical old school uh, just submissions. Oh man, the fact that he bends people's fingers back to like oh, increase the pain. Yeah. Oh, so, so good. Cool. It's so good. I love. I I love that dude. Um, yeah, he can eat a little bit more. He's kind of <laughs> like a stick, but <laughs> oh. I mean, he's great, man. And this match uh, was a a great match. I uh, part of me wishes I I was uh skinny enough to fit my Tanahashi shirt that uh, Joe got me. <laughs> But I'm kind of a thick boy, you know, so he bought it a size too small. But it was a great match. Uh, I'm going to give it a yes. It, it was actually my favorite match on the card. Okay. Um, the, the match that stood out to me the most. Um, it was it was really good. Great back and forth. Uh, the right guy won in my eyes because I love the dude. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep it like that. Yay. Yay, yay, yay. That's right. He made him just tap out give oh, up it was it was great uh, seeing taka again too <laughs> right oh seeing him live so at great. all seeing him live at all was just fantastic <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh god <laughs> racist ass mother lovers i know i know motherfucker <laughs> uh next match on the card 20 with 20 minutes match was uh the IWGP Intercontinental Championship match between Tetsuya Naito and the Golden Star Kota Ibushi, with Ibushi trouncing uh, Naito by the end of everything to get the belt for the first time in his in his goddamn career. My God, this match 
if there was any way to prove to people that necks were unnecessary, that match right there would <laughs> prove it. Because my God, all the head drops, all the neck drops, the suplexes and on people's necks and shit. The one spot with Ibushi um, deadlifting Naito over the ropes while standing on the ropes. Yeah, that was scary. That was... Man, like I was listening to, I think, uh, Brian Alvarez talk about it uh, a, little while, a little while before. And he was kind of saying some similar shit where he was like concerned about Naito's uh, posture and overall sense of health or whatever because of all the neck drops and stuff. Because that's the kind of style that he's been like doing in terms of selling and then kind of offense that he you know leans towards. Mm. Um, I am glad that we have someone like Naito in the world because damn it. You know, his story, as far as his professional wrestling career, is still one of my favorite underdog stories of sorts. Um, but I, I was kind of uh, not mad. I was disappointed in that he lost. But if there was any way to give a championship to Ibushi, an important championship on top of that, yes, Madison Square Garden was definitely the place. And Ibushi uh, has definitely been gearing to be a major star within New Japan since signing as a full-time dude. The first time he's been a full-time of full-timer anywhere exactly first time full-timer anywhere in any promotion in the world so this is a big deal for him and i'm looking forward a lot to seeing what he does uh as champion so definitely a massively emphatic yay on my part you know cheers to both guys they're absolutely great yeah yeah like uh emphatic yay uh you know i'm a I'm, i'm a naito fan and about time uh coda is a full-time guy because he's been jumping between all these other promotions, including WWE for the Cruiserweight Classic. So about time, and he got the the IC belt. So can't wait to see what else he does. And you know, about time. That's all I gotta say. About time. He's a full-time, you know, a full-time agent now. Like he's like just hop, you know, just uh, a wanderer of sorts. So good match, emphatic yay. Uh, next, uh, please. Next, uh, save save the next, please. Save the next and save the next. Yes, this was. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm a huge Naito fan. I love Naito. Uh, I, but I I agree with the result. Um, definitely Kotobushi. I love Kotobushi too. It was hard to pick this match. Uh, but it was definitely a big yay. Uh, at this point, this was definitely match of the night for me. But you know that that changed later. Spoiler alert. Um. <laughs> I think it was just a fantastic overall match. Great spots. Great spots to sell people on New Japan Wrestling. Uh, was it the Frankensteiner over the rope outside of the ring? Something like that. Ibushi did. It was nuts. These guys are just crazy. I was I was crazy. expecting him to go, because I saw security setting up, I was expecting him to go over the barrier, out to the balcony, and jump off of the MSG balcony. Oh, stop. I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't, but I was keeping an eye out for it. <laughs> oh, Lord. Rome? My... Actually, I made an error. <laughs> I almost forgot about this match. This was my favorite match on the card. The Zack Sabre Jr. match was my second favorite. That's what I meant to say. Oh, um, okay. This match was everything. Um, if you just gave me this match alone, this match alone would have sufficed. You know, this would have made up. Uh, like me buying the ticket for the show would have. This match alone is like enough for the ticket. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, great everything. The wrestling. The um. The, the banter between each other and between the matches, you know, the, the funny spots. They had had a few funny spots. Um, 
everything. Uh, Kota Ibushi is ama- he's he's really good, and he has everything. He's he's tall, he's chiseled, he's a good looking guy. He's uh, great in the ring. Um, I mean promos. I'm pretty sure he cuts good promos, but I you know I don't. I don't speak Japan, as Don Tony says, so I can't really understand what he's saying. But uh, <laughs> but he's great, man. Everything about him is a star. Um, so he won, and uh, yeah, just a great match. Best match of the whole card. If you don't watch anything else, watch this match. To anyone who hasn't seen the card yet, watch this match. If you haven't seen anything else. If you don't have time for anything else, make sure you get this match out of the way. Absolutely. Wholeheartedly. Uh, that now leads us into the almost 30-minute ROH World Championship three-way ladder match between the villain Marty Skrull, the franchise, and entering champion Jay Lethal, and Matt Taven. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, who? who? Uh, Matt Taven. Oh, okay. Yeah, that guy. Uh, but yeah, apparently Matt Taven won. Fuck that guy. What a goddamn Melvin. Uh, uh, nah, um, no, it, it was all jokes aside. As, as much as I like to rag on Matt Taven for just kind of being there and somehow still getting chances throughout his long ass Ring of Honor career. The dude can fucking work as a villain. He is so good at getting under people's skin. You know, oh my God, it, it, yes. it's it's insane how good he, he, he can he can make that work. Um so it, 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 while the match really didn't have very many super insane spots, like granted it was a ladders match and everything like that. I like when they started like interusing, uh, like interconnecting ladders and stuff while they were trying to reach for the championship up at the top of the, of the attachment or whatever. Uh, and then with Taven pulling out a goddamn purple ladder that was taller than the other ones. Like, it, like, mm. if that, like if that wasn't some cartoony ass shit, I don't know what the fuck it was. That was definitely uh, some cartoony shit right there. That, that was like on some uh, Tom and Jerry shit. <laughs> I was just about to say thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, all, all in all, the presentations of everything was still really good. Uh, no, you know, Jay Lethal is always super consistent uh, for the most part. Um, I on, but in this case, I feel like Jay was probably like the weak, weakest uh, performer. Of the mom, um, and that's a that's not that's saying it lightly in this case because he's really good, but I think uh, Marty had much more investment coming into the thing because of his long uh, race to the championship for a while, even before the elite left ROH. And yeah. Matt Taven is Matt Taven, and he's you know he's gonna be him and all that other crap. So he won. Congrats to him. Yada yada. He didn't hear that. And this gets a very <laughs> It gets, a, it gets a very high, very high meh to low yay because it was still a, a good spectacle to some degree. The, the, the freaking X ladder that they set up. And yeah. the, that shit was hilarious. It almost hit this one guy at the front row who was being such a dick throughout the whole fucking show. Fuck yeah, that guy. karma. Karma is a bitch. Oh, yeah. You got, got X laddered. Uh, yeah, like the match, uh, fun, you know, of course, a lot of matches. Uh, triple threats, you know, how they go. It's going to be another crash test, uh, demolition derby type match, but it was good. Like, Jay Lethal, like, I was like, yeah, he's Jay Lethal. We didn't get to see much of him. Uh, You know, Purple Ladder, uh, that that, Purple Ladder was on some Tom and Jerry shit, like I mentioned before. Uh, Marty, like, love Marty. You know, love love the gimmick. You know, love the whole gimmick. Uh, 
uh, Matt Taven, eh, you know, like he gets on your skin, but eh, you know, overall high meh to low. Yay. You know, like the match was fun to, to hate and to hackle, but yeah. Eh. Yeah. Um, I'm going to agree for the sake of time. I'm just going to say this was flat for me. I think, uh, yeah, like the, there were some good spots, but I don't know. I just think the results mix things up. Everyone seemed to hate the results and they didn't seem to hate the results in like a bad way. Like as in, I mean, like in, in the good way where it's like, Oh, boo, boo. Like, no, they seem to just hate the results where they're just like, we don't even care. Um, I think it was another, like, like I said, it's just the theme of the show. ROH seemed to pick the wrong time to debut certain things or make certain decisions. And this is a big show where you got a lot of eyes on you, and, and that's kind of what you did. Um, Marty Scurll was fantastic. Like, the wrestlers were fantastic. I just think, yeah, I, I think it suffered because it was it went on pretty long, too. It was a 30-minute match. Mm-hmm. And the t- it suffered from timing. Like, we just got Ibushi Naito, and we were going nuts. And then, like, then we got this match. So it just fell flat. I think that's why it fell flat. It's like, it didn't give me... It didn't keep the high going. If they wanted to keep the high going, this is where it fell. If this would have went on maybe before uh, Ibushi Naito, I think it would have probably been a better spot. But, yeah, I think, yeah, meh. Yeah, real real quick, uh, meh for me as well. Um, I agree with Super Freak as well. It, it definitely should have been placed earlier on in a card, but I, I get it. You know, it's a world title match, and you want to feature it later in the card. But it definitely should have been uh, a little later because we just came off of that hot match with Naito and Cody Ibushi. And that, like, you know, people were so hyped and still kind of coming down from that. So in a way, this match was, I don't want to say a bathroom break or, you know, concession stand. But it was like you were you knew it was coming for the main event and you were like, all right, let's just get through this match. You know, let's just get this match over with. Plus, it doesn't help that no one likes Taven. I've never seen the guy before tonight. And I mean, before that night. And my response to, to just seeing everything he did was this. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! <laughs> <laughs> that, that was it. Nice. Ooh, nice. That had to make it onto there somehow, right? I had uh, to put it, that, that was it. I'm like, yeah. this guy stinks. Thank you. Thank you. I don't, I don't have to edit that in. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. But, uh, this actually was a bathroom break for me. I left about like halfway through the match. You, you did. You wanted yeah, you to did, yeah. Moves, right? Damn. Yeah, I guess so. it, Matt Taven, not just the women are the bathroom breaks now. <laughs> uh, but just one more, one thing too. Jay Lethal was great. And um, I just hope to see what, you know, what's next for him as well. I understand he can't live on the ring of honor championship as he's done in the past before, but uh, let's see what they got for Taven. Cause clearly the company is behind him despite the reaction from the crowd. So we'll just have to keep our eyes close to see what's going on. But yep, that's it. That's my thoughts. I do agree. I think they have something in mind for Taven. Was just time will tell. And this time, with the time of 32 minutes and 33 seconds, the, ma- the second main event match for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, your uh, defending champion at the time, Switchblade Jay White, followed by Ghetto, uh, the knife pervert, and the Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada. Oh, massive yay! Massive yay. The massive yay. Oh yay, my yay. god. What a match. What a match. And if not for if not for Naito or Ibushi, this likely would have been 
It kind of is already like my favorite match of the goddamn night, despite the result. Um, but my God, seeing Okada live is a fucking thing to behold. That man's dropkicks put Randy Orton's to fucking shame. Those Rainmakers look and feel about as devastating as they can make it look. And, and, and or I guess, you know, there's definitely the, the, the Rainmaker is important, man. People don't give you that shit enough credit. But the and the, I don't know, the counter sequences and stuff like that at the yeah. latter part of the match. I, overall, the match had a really good build. It started off slow, just to sort of I guess like bring people into focus of the match again from the start, and then lead into all the crazy shit that happened later on, which is which has definitely been Okada's trademark uh, in his match composition, I think, uh, or maybe Ghetto's. I don't know uh, since he's the main booker or whatnot. But my God. The, the storytelling throughout the whole thing, you know, Jay constantly trying to sort of get breathers in here and there and being the dickish heel that he is. <laughs> it's oh, oh, I, I loved it. I fucking loved it. And, and Okada's vengeance throughout the whole thing, his successful rainmakers and the constant and then the many tombstones that he gave that he gave white. Oof. You could sense you could really feel the brutality coming out from Okada there. Yeah. So, yes, Absolutely. The biggest yay I can give any match on this card. Uh, yay. Uh, emphatic yay. It was great seeing Okada live. Uh, one of my favorites in New Japan. Uh, Jay White, you know, being the hill that he is, you know, for for him being 26 years of age, it's incredible how quickly he's gone to this. And, of course, he's, you know, the leader of Bullet Club. So, he he was great too. Great hill work, Okada, uh, great work as well. Great seeing him live. Great seeing both of them live, mm-hmm. uh, as well as the the sequences, the counters, the drop kicks. Like holy crap! And you know, my opinion wanted I wanted uh, Jay White to retain, but you know it's Okada. Come on, it's it's, it's the Rainmaker, of course. But emphatic yay. Great main event over, you know, about half an hour, like perfect, you know, great main event. Happy about it. Great to see Okada live. Yay. Super mega ultra super. Yay. Yeah, this is this is all all the way. Yay. Uh, this is match of the night for me. Definitely. I, I agree with you guys. It was just uh, it was a new it was a typical New Japan main event. And it says something about the quality that they put out when this is a typical new Japan main event. This wasn't like anything special. It was there. It was like basically that they're This is where they're at constantly, the constant good quality wrestling. And it was Okada versus Jay white. It's just like surreal to see these people in person performing. It's, it was a 30 minute match, but like guy, it flew by. Where you're looking at the ladder match, it's 30 minutes, you're like, oh, brother. You know? <laughs> <laughs> dragging. This match was dragging. like, oh, wait, you see the Rainmaker, and you're like, oh, it's, it's over already? <laughs> Shout out to Meltzer, who only gave it four and three quarter stars. But like I said, that's just, that's New Japan. That's New Japan main event quality. I can't wait till they come back and do another show. Um, pretty sure we're in there. But the show, I thought the show overall was fantastic. Um, well, New Japan portions of it. ROH part, I, they weren't ready. They yeah. weren't ready to put out this kind of show, and New Japan was. And it's just so disappointing to see it go back and forth like that. But yeah. all in all, 
big yay on this. Good show. That's that's mm-hmm. what I. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna just piggyback right on to Super Freak. Everything he said, same for me. Um, sprinkling in the fact that I'm I'm just really happy I was able to see Okada live, and experience the magnitude of how great he truly is. He he's definitely one of the one of the greats in the in today like in the world today. And of all time, I think uh, Okada will go down in any promotion. Agreed. Uh, but but uh, yep, that's it. Mm-hmm. And that does it for the G1 card. We'll move on to.